Oh, hey, we're going. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm Sarah. I'm Chloe. Uh, welcome to Warriors, Birds, and Brews Pride Edition. We've not done this for a while, so this could be something. We're on vacation. Yeah, we were in New York City. And then Nova Scotia. New York was a little more bustling than Nova Scotia, but yeah, it's good to be home. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so it's Pride Weekend in Vancouver, uh, which means we are not drinking beer tonight. We are drinking little fruity cocktails, because why not? It's also very hot. Um, yeah, black raspberry. Oh, they're made in Canada. Look at that. Ooh. Literal. Also, oh, this goes over the CanCon we're doing tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so this movie that we are doing tonight, <clears throat> I don't know... How many of you will have seen it? I don't know how popular this is, honestly. I, I honestly have no idea. Um, so I'm going to read the back of it. So we're doing better than chocolate. Um, and you probably just know the Sarah McLaughlin song of the same name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is this is the synopsis. No, it's actually, that's actually called ice cream. Sorry, I have to be... Oh, fuck. Right, it is. I have to correct you. Man, I've had two sips of this fucking fruity thing and I'm already... <laughs> <laughs> it should be called better than chocolate, Yes. Um, okay, so when law school dropout Maggie and restless artist Kim... <laughs> that is the stupidest description. Meet, they are smitten, but in the climax of love... <laughs> <laughs> Maggie receives a tearful call from her mother. It seems that Lila has just gotten a divorce and is now on her way to stay. So begins Lila's elaborately deceptive maze of false expectations and hilarious revelations as she is gradually exposed to Maggie's wildly uncompromising new lifestyle. <laughs> Was this written by like a P flag mom in the 90s? Christ. <laughs> Add to this a colorful mix of characters, hidden fantasies, and nights of passion, uh, and find out for yourself why this comic gem is better than chocolate. That is the dumbest fucking... <laughs> oh my god. Like, what do you even I don't expect even know. when you read that? I don't that? even know. I mean, okay, first of all, this movie is... So ta- Canadian. It's so Canadian. It's aggressively Canadian. It's... It's filmed in Vancouver in, what, 1999-ish, around there? Something like that. It's also extremely 90s, and it's full of, like, every single lesbian trope that you can think of. Like, literally, uh, the butch one, what's her name? Kim. Kim. Rolls up in her gross van, and then, like, they have sex in the van. They U-Haul it, basically. And then, basically, they move in together that day. Yeah. Like, it's it's really a lot, and they talk about loving one another right away, and I'm like, wow. Um, and it's, it's very cheesy and like, it's, it's, it's a rom-com. Like that's what, what it's a, it's a, it's a romantic comedy, but it's gay. But it's like weird. Like there's actually a lot of, um, (laughs) there's a, there's a decent trans storyline, which we will discuss because there's problems with it. And there's problems, but overall it's pretty good. And especially for the nineties, uh, there's a storyline that, is a retelling of the Little Sisters bookstore. Um, I want to actually read a thing about that just so people know. So Little Sisters is the gay lesbian bookstore. It was Little Sisters Book and Art Emporium. Uh-huh. It's on Davy Street in the heart of the gay village. And for years, they would have all of their imports held up at customs because some of the stuff was deemed obscene. So that they took uh, they took the government or customs to court uh, so we'll ha- I'll just read the Wikipedia entry because it's just easier. Um, 
the court found uh, that Customs has uh, targeted shipments to the bookstore and attempted to prevent their entry into Canada. Consequently, the government was found to have violated Section 2 of the Charter. Uh, it basically means, like, they can't interfere with that stuff because it is uh, a right to express that. Mm-hmm. So what actually came out of it was they found the Customs, the fucking fascists that they are, were targeting stuff going to Little Sisters because it was gay. But then after that, it, it like, six years later, it went to the Supreme Court where they actually decided that it did violate one section of the charter but that it could be justified under another section so they technically decided that customs could do what it wanted but it did basically stipulate that they They couldn't preemptively stop stuff they couldn't preemptively stop stuff like they were doing because what they were doing customs was stopping stuff that would have made it into other you know not lgbt bookstores no problem so, it was a, uh, not a win, but... It was a win in the sense that they, like, you couldn't bring, the, the ruling was, don't bring in things that have already been banned. That was the thing. Don't bring in anything that's already banned, and if you try to, that will get held up. But they said, customs, you have to stop purposefully opening every package going to Little Sisters. Yeah. Because it's, you're, you're actually, this is just blatant homophobia. So, every year for Pride, I would haul my ass down to Davy Street, I'm usually hungover, and I buy something from Little Sisters. <laughs> Before Pride. Yeah, when we lived in the West End, we used to, like, go actually just hang out at the coffee shop by Little Sisters and then go, like, wander around and pick up a book here and there. Actually, bought a lot of Anne Bannon books there. I love those books. Those books are so trashy and great. They're trashy, but they're so fun. <laughs> we will do an Anne Bannon episode at some point, I'm sure. We really should. Anyway, so this is the background. It's a Canadian lesbian romantic comedy filmed in Vancouver. Um, it stars Anne-Marie McDonald, if you've read Fall on Your Knees. Uh... It was an Oprah's Book Club pick. She's in this. <laughs> or The Way the Crow Flies. Uh, yeah, that one's not as popular because it's super, super dark. Yeah, but they're both re- really serious, good bits of writing. And Oh, uh, yeah, no, she's an amazing writer. Um, but yeah, she'll... Yeah. Anyway, and so she's in this bit of weirdness. In... Like, there's really nothing like this movie. No, I honestly... No. I, I cannot think of another movie straight or gay that comes close to how quirky and Canadian this is. It's such a mishmash. I have no idea. I, I, I do love it. It's... In terms of, like, in the, in the pantheon of Canadian movies for me, it gets up there with, like, Marion Bridge and New Water for Girl. Yeah. New Water for Girl is fucking quirky, but it's not, like, this kind of quirkiness. New Water for Girl is Cape Breton quirky, which is its own fucking thing. Yeah, and like I said, I, I, I don't know how many people overall, like, internationally have watched this movie, but pretty much every queer... It actually went to a couple of film fests. The New York Times gave it a review, Montreal Gazette, New York Times, National Post, Variety, Okay. Ottawa Sun. Most of these are actually Canadian anyway. Oh, Houston Voice, there we go. New York Times and Variety and Houston Voice all are out of the country, so... Yeah, but every single, like, queer woman Vancouverite that I, I know, yeah. or, or non-binary Vancouverite that I know has seen this movie. I'm pretty sure we probably know some of the extras at this point. So, so yeah. Also, the opening thing for this movie on the DVD is like it is the the colors, the font, everything is just. And then it's just like them making out and having sex like on loop before you press play. And but there's no music. No, it's just silent and creepy. So at a gay bar, this is we see Maggie in her little angel wings. Uh, performing with a drag king and uh, another lady in a dress. And the lady in the dress is the trans woman character that... Judy. Judy, who is fantastic. Yes. Um, 
but I don't understand exactly what this club is. There appears to be drag performances and burlesque performances, and um, Judy performs there like weekly, just doing like show tunes or something. Yeah, I, I don't really know. I don't really know. And now she's being confronted by skinheads, which I feel is. Eh, Decent choice of <laughs> adversary <laughs> right now, given the uh, <laughs> given the political climate. Oh, and guess who rolls up in a camper van that is hand painted, very loudly hand painted. Yeah, I would have to say. Oh yeah, and she rolls up with her one little clippy barrette thing, Flip the flippy clips, they, and yeah. high waisted mom jeans. Also, this is terrible editing because Maggie is out of the club in that scene, and now she's back in the club, and now she's walking away from the club. Get it together, guys. That is a look. It's no, I wouldn't say it's a good look. So yeah, this is so we this one how we meet Kim. Kim rolls up, uh, and is the to use the old school phrase, the dyke in shining armor <laughs> to rescue Maggie from the skinheads. And I forgot the club was called the Cat's Ass. The Cat's Ass. Literally, it's called the Cat's Ass. So Maggie apparently is living in the bookstore she works at. Well, that sounds familiar. <laughs> Most of these scenes are shot on commercial drive which is um the other gay neighborhood which is a little is it, italy is it the drive or is it like victoria um both but yeah it's it's often referred to as little italy because it has a high percentage of italian um residents but also little cl- it's all literally first and million yeah that doesn't even make fucking sense though i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's being filmed in Clitaly. Uh, I would love to know, like, I maybe this should be like my next Airbnb host. They could take you on tours of all the gay shit in Vancouver <laughs> or the L Word filmed <laughs> where this was filmed. <laughs> so yes, Maggie sleeping in the office. Uh, well, I use that term very loosely. The back room of the bookstore, and I like this called Ten Percent Books. <laughs> So, <laughs> I'm very amused that the back movie says, at the climax of love, her mom calls. <laughs> like, no, it's the first fucking scene. <laughs> so we find out that Maggie has dropped out of law school, which is every parent's worst nightmare, I assume. And she's like 19, by the way. Like, she has so much exploring also, how to do. how the fuck is she in law school at 19? Did she graduate high school at 12? <laughs> She's oh, an interesting, interesting part, part of town. Yeah. I still want those fucking rainbow door beads. No. An apartment? Really? And it's. So she's lying to her mom saying she has an apartment and a good job. I'm like, no. <laughs> no, you are a gay mess. <laughs> You're doing weird dances in gay clubs and sleeping in the bookstore. Yeah. Also, she's wearing. Is that a beaded rainbow necklace? I wore one of those when I was 18. 90s. 90s, 1999. So yes. So the mom is played by Wendy Crewson, we who is this like icon of I mean, Canadian television and cinema, and she is so fucking funny. She's so funny in this. <laughs> oh yeah, and her brother, who's supposed to be younger than her, looks older than her. I'm pretty sure this dude is like 30. Yeah. <laughs> so the mom, my mommy's panicking, and they're gonna, and she's gonna. Move to Vancouver. <laughs> and she just literally doesn't even ask her. She just says, we'll be there Friday. Goodbye. Yeah. I also had a shirt very much like that. This little sheer button-up number. Didn't we all? No, 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 no. She's 
people on the sofa in the back until you find a place, which will be very soon because your mother's not coming. <laughs> <laughs> Francis is putting a hard no on the uh, mummy staying at the, <laughs> the bookstore. RuPaul is on the cover of that copy of Extra. Of course. <laughs> yes, Francis just handed Maggie uh, the local gay magazine Extra to look for sublets, and she found one in uh, North Vancouver at the port. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> is that where this? Is? Yeah, it's, it's North Van. It's right beside uh, the the key. So she's found a sublet from a very butch lesbian. Got a problem with that? And like, okay, what does she think she's gonna do in four weeks when she has to leave? Like, just be like, oh, sorry, mom, lol. Yeah. I just noticed the rainbow Walkman she has. Oh my god, she does. Love that latex safe sex tour. This is yeah. So she, the subletter, currently, <laughs> it's currently cleaning a latex vagina. Yeah, it's got a lot of. It's got a lot of pubes. Hair. It's got a lot of pubes. Um, yeah. So the person she's subletting from runs like safe sex demonstrations, yeah. and. The apartment is completely full of dildos. Dildos just, like, everywhere. Literally dildos everywhere. That is an important thing to remember for later. <laughs> so Francis is me in the situation. If anybody from the government calls, they're idiots. <laughs> that is me. Every day, especially today, because the government nerfed me hard with work stuff. I was unimpressed. Yeah. You did? What is the other co-worker's name? Uh, I can't remember. Also, shout out for them to have, like, the bisexual flag up somewhere, I think. Yeah, but I hate this because she's, like, rapey. Oh, yes, the the co-worker, she's super creepy and rapey. Oh, they have the Forbidden Love poster in the background. Oh, yeah, our friend has that in her apartment. That's a wicked documentary. Yeah, it's all about um, lesbian history. In, yeah, lesbian in history in Vancouver and Toronto. It's a documentary and it has little sort of acted portions and it's great. Yeah. I just realized you're playing um, Ayn DeFranco, Three Flavors. Of course. She will definitely frighten them. Yeah, I feel I'm a little bit annoyed with this because it's like it's very much the predatory bisexual. I'm like, we don't need this. No. Hello, neighbors. It's pride. Get used to it. <laughs> As the Ida Franco swells in the background. And by the way, right now Kim is sketching outside of her like hippie van. Yeah, doing caricatures, and the stereotypical Italian guy is getting his done. What is with that clip? And Maggie rolls up, and she and Kim just looks over her shoulder, and they make eye contact, and now they're like smiling. Well, that's, technically, this is probably their first date. The eye contact is like either first date or first base. <laughs> oh my God, this is Grandview. Oh yeah, this is Grandview Park on Commercial Drive. This is where the Nike March is going to happen on Saturday, <laughs> which we won't be going to this year for the first time in a long time, just because we have too much stuff going on. We're going to get very, very drunk at uh, the hangover party on Saturday afternoon. I also love that they have this guy. I'm like, this is to people who don't know Vancouver. Like, they're like, oh, who's this coffee Italian guy? This is literally like every second shop on the drive. Uh huh. <laughs> Very, very like quaffed Italian dudes. More hair. Oh yeah. There's some where like there's just old Italian dudes sitting outside of them all the time. All the time, chain smoking and drinking espresso constantly. And we do not go in those ones because that's probably the mafia ones. Probably. 
I'm pretty sure there's a lot of fronts on commercial drive. Oh, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of fronts. All of them by our friends all places. 100% of fronts. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bakery that doesn't actually sell any bread or muffins. They sell uh, chips and pop in a cooler. And that is literally it. Yep. So someone yeah. told me that they used to live a block behind there and people, they were walking home at like three in the morning and they got behind this, this bakery that doesn't sell any bread. Uh, and there were these dudes hauling out like weird shaped paper bags that, like for the size of like cocaine bricks. <laughs> I was like, eh, bread doesn't look like that. No. I love how this, this, the introductions are happening now. Wow, I don't think they actually really interacted yeah. that first evening, did they? A little bit. I mean, I I, really she rolled up so. the, in the van and scared the skinhead guys. I don't think they interacted really, so though. Long. It was just that happened, and then they walked away they from one another. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, don't know. I'm living out of it, so doing that on the road thing. I've never seen someone fake draw so That's poorly in my life. I know. <laughs> She's just like wildly oh gesturing in the direction yeah. of the paper. I don't think her th- pen is even touching the paper. No. <laughs> oh, so they're going for, okay. for coffee now. Here we go. Excuse me. This is the this, most... Try it. <laughs> this is second base because yeah. third base is happening in like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fine. I'm just saying. So the coffee guy. What is his name? Mm, I don't know. He's uh, giving them his homemade hooch, which is always great. <laughs> oh my god. Is that the picture that she drew of her? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, and now she's oh, psychoanalyzing yeah. her. I love a good psychoanalyze yeah. over coffee. That's uncanny. <laughs> I asked around. <laughs> you asked around in, what, seven hours when you ran into her last night in an alleyway? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're holding hands. Oh, hey, sorry. It's my mother. Where? It's my mother, where? <laughs> um, so she's very clean for... No living in a van. No kissing here. You want a kiss? Yeah. Go someplace else. Fuck. I got families coming in here. I saw you and that girl last week, Tony, on that coffee bar. Hey, I'm a man. She was a woman. That's different. So this dude is super homophobic. Okay. <laughs> That's funny. Get out. Yeah, the, so why do they keep keep giving him business? <laughs> Get out. I am. Okay, don't stay out. Well, I would not give this asshole business. Like, fuck. Those fucking cargo pants. I'd ask you to come home with me, but I haven't got one. Oh my god, that is the worst fucking line. Oh, I've got a van. Oh, I've got a van. So where's my place? Ooh, nice. I would not have sex in that van. No, it looks dirty. No, it is gross. I love the fucking naked lady on the side, though. That is brilliant branding. Yeah, oh I, my no, god. No. I'm this getting is, claustrophobic just looking at this. It's there's horrible. maybe three feet of headspace in here. Like, that is not a good place to have sex. And they're sitting down. Yeah, and they're sitting on a very ugly, ugly Low sleeping bed. bag bed. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, hey, a bike cop. <laughs> Please tell me he's got a Vancouver bike cop <laughs> uniform on. I had all those tank tops. Oh my god, this is a, just a nostalgia bomb of my wardrobe when I was 18. 
I also yeah, had that belt too. I think that really gross yeah. leather, fake leather belt. Oh, this is the most awkward. They were just thing. like awkwardly dancing, like they weren't gonna fuck, and now they're like caressing, well, like softly smooching one another. Just like so, it's really weird. Yeah, <laughs> it's like incredibly intimate. It's weird. Yeah, but, like awkward. It's like awkward intimacy. <laughs> yeah. And now they're getting towed. <laughs> the van is getting towed while they're in there banging. Like, come on, you would notice that. Uh, yeah. Okay, she, okay, so Kim is licking her face, and it's just, like, full-on, like, O face from Maggie. And I'm like, she hasn't even, like, done anything. <laughs> I'm also just, like, she's you just would, that How sexy. have you not noticed, like, you would have, you see, you're gonna fall off the bed now. <laughs> like, now they're actively being towed, but you would have noticed, like, while they're doing shit with your tires and stuff. Yeah, you, tow trucks are not, oh, it's Napier Street. <laughs> tow trucks are not quiet. This is definitely under the Camby Bridge, I think. Oh, Vancouver in the 90s. Northern Ontario was boring. Northern Ontario was boring. You don't fucking say. I've driven to Northern Ontario. There was nothing there. <laughs> the prairies are great, but very hot. Yeah? yeah? I have not been to all the folk festivals. Ten portraits a day. I've not been to any of the middle of Canada at all. You're not missing a whole lot. Oh. Ottawa's nice though. Ottawa's super nice. I would like to go to Toronto one day. Apparently it's actually decent. I know that you're a Nova Scotianer who hates Toronto. But legally I'm obliged to hate Toronto. I'm not personally, so I'm so amused. So they So there goes the big butch lesbian with all of our dildos up north to do sex talks. <laughs> Don't forget to bother the plants. And Kim is moving in with yep. Maggie. You hauling it? Because, well, her van has been impounded. <laughs> yes, but still. Like, <laughs> but she can't sleep in the van while it's locked away. <laughs> it's practical. There is a lot of dildos on that shelf. I think your mom's going to have a stroke when she sees, like, 15 penises upon arrival. <laughs> Conversation starter, I guess. Yeah. Well, I got to sit down. You literally like walked over a bridge and then up a flight of stairs. Settle down. Even the cacti. Even the cactuses are fucking cacti or phallic. That is a. That is a. Who just leaves dildos on like on the like couch? Like everywhere. They're not even put it's like away. An Easter egg hunt. It's like under the pillows on the couch. Yeah, literally. This is like honestly, if you're if you're like a sex teacher, like you should probably organize your shit. They're literally all over the place. <laughs> like, literally. Like, you're going to open like, a jar of coffee and five will fall out. <laughs> this woman must have spent, like, one million dollars on dildos. Better homes and dildos. So, Kim's arranging them now. Better homes and dildos. This is a, just oh my God. the most epic lesbian soundtrack. Oh. oh my god, the fucking body paint. Oh my I god. Just, like, this is like the first day they've met. This is like the first down, day they've met. They're putting down canvas on the floor so they, they can paint each other's naked bodies and then roll around and on roll the around canvas. And have sex. You're gonna get paint in your veg. I know. You're just asking for a yeast infection. Like, this is just, like, oh, so unhygienic. Like, this is not, this is not fun. And I love the little, like, mmm, ah, sound effects in the background during this, too. 
god. Oh my god. <laughs> Honestly, though, if, if you're on the fence about watching it, just watch it for this scene alone, because it's so uncomfortable. Oh, don't be on the fence. Watch it. It's amazing. <laughs> is it? So this is supposed to be foreplay, right? Like, this is technically foreplay? Yep. Wouldn't you also, like, okay, wouldn't the paint dry and then it'd be kind of crusty? Yeah, it would be very crusty. You're having, co- cr- you're having crusty sex. What kind of paint is it? I, I know. don't know. Like, like, is it actual paint? I don't feel like that's very safe. Or is it, like, body paint? I hope to God it's some kind of, like, water-based body paint, because otherwise it's going to be super unsanitary. But, like, can I you imagine that... the quantities of body paint that oh, you'd have to and buy? And they're putting more. Oh, there's still more. Like, <laughs> Jesus. They're also really gross colors. Yeah, They're all, like, green and, like, brown. Brown, yellow, orange, and some kind of, like, earth tone green. It just kind of looks I do, like I do appreciate the smiley face on her ass, though. <laughs> like, that looks like she's spreading poop on her hand. Yes. Yeah, this up. is... This is... Yeah. I think it's... I know it's supposed to be very erotic, but it's just so fucking cheesy. <laughs> And like when they roll, so they're rolling around on this fucking canvas, and I'm like, none of this even looks like anything. It just like smudges. Like where did they even get the paint all of a sudden? Like she just she moved, just moved into this place where she didn't. Well, have the artist a home had before. the artist probably had it. Like okay. he probably had some stuff. That's now they're true. showering and they're remarkably clean. So then it's not body paint. No, it's probably no. real paint. So yeah, her mom and her brother arrived a day early. Surprise. Yeah, Molly, oh, this is the place. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think she's here. <laughs> Can we get something to eat? Margaret! Margaret! Mother? Nothing. Oh, yeah, so the big thing is Maggie's not out to her mom. So she just decided to have this woman that she just met live with her, but also her mother's just suddenly coming to live with her, and she's just going to be like, oh, yeah, this is a thing, Yeah, but it's not a thing. Yeah, so now there's a mad dash to get clothes on. Kim just, like, streaked across the room. Yeah, it is. It's totally North Fan. Look. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Oh, I'm sorry. I know where really Paul was driving. It must have been driving really fucking fast. Oh. Hello, Kim. Nice to meet you. I love the outfit she's in, like a full-on like house dress with pearls in a cardigan. I know, like, who is this woman? <laughs> who dresses like this when they're traveling in a car? <laughs> so, young and nubile. <laughs> so, Kim is calling her paintings goddesses, and Mommy says they're young and nubile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they're trying to pass it off like she just painted this, like, in the place today. Goddesses. Yeah. The- Large. Goddesses of large sagging breasts. Okay, suckled ungrateful children and deceitful men. Mm, we know how you yep. feel. So tell us how you really feel, Mom. Beer? Beer, yeah, I love one. Beer. Good are trying wine. <laughs> wine, Mom. Wine, Mom alert. Wine, Mom alert. Who just keeps dildos just like flipping around the place? <laughs> oh, yeah, so she opened a cupboard and it's uh, condom lube. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you could take the bedroom and Paul. <laughs> Paul is very curiously fingering the dildos. Kim and I could just back. I frequently dream that I leave dildos out and like the worst people find them. This is something that I dream all the time, actually. Oh my god, it's really weird. That is bizarre. I know. 
<laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Second night in Franco's. Take, take a drink every time you hear an Ina Franco song. <laughs> also, I had a shirt very similar to the one that uh, Maggie's wearing. This little ringer t-shirt, baby doll ringer t-shirt with clouds on it. That is a purple room. So she just hid an entire box of dildos under Under. the bed that her mother was sleeping in. Where could this go? (laughs) What's going to happen there? (laughs) Doesn't she explain the name of the store at some point? I can't recall. Because 10% is like 1 in 10 people are gay. Yeah. So yeah, the mom is you know newly divorced and, and very tightly bound, and her her vice is uh, chocolate apparently, which is you know a not so subtle nod to the title of the movie, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> your love. Okay. Like if you're trying to hide from your family that you're gay, perhaps having sex with this woman on the couch. It looks on like. the couch, and while they're there, is not the way to go about that. Yeah. Also, maybe wear more than a broad asleep on the couch There's no must be love you literally just had sex this morning and already in love this is insane <laughs> even for lesbians yeah she literally said must be love that's the only reason we'd be putting ourselves through this like oh my god oh my god. i mean like love at first sight is supposedly a thing for people okay i don't know how much i believe that but yeah i don't think it's a real thing but most people, even if they think they're in love right away, at least don't say that to the other person No, because right that's away, insane. Because it's scary. <laughs> so yeah, they're definitely going to have sex on the couch. Which is just, that is just bad planning. No matter how quiet you think you are having sex, you are not that quiet. You're not that quiet. No. Especially if you're giggling like crazy through it. No. God. Oh yeah, the brother is a uh, weightlifter, and he's doing reps with a pile of books, and most of them are about lesbian sex. And then the other one is a vegetarian cooking book. Oh, I feel called out. Yeah. <laughs> real called out by that stack of books. I literally just put out into the world a call for recommendations for the best vegetarian faux places in Vancouver. Because the thing that I miss most about eating meat is eating beef faux, and I really desperately need to find good vegetarian faux if such a thing exists. I also just showed you that the vegan store is having a sale on their vegan faux broth. Mm-hmm. And we're planning a party in which we're going to have kombucha cocktails, so I don't know. We're just becoming this movie, basically. Oh, yeah, so they're definitely going to town on the couch, and her brother is 100% uh, watching. Which is creepy. Super creepy. Like, if I heard... My, so my brother and I lived together in Halifax, and if I heard him having sex, I would have probably broken my own eardrums and then poured bleach into my skull. Like, it's one thing to, like, accidentally glimpse it for half a second and then go fuck and, like, slam the door or something. Yeah, he's, like, so just, like, creeping and just, like, laughing and, like, holy shit, this is hilarious. This, that's fucking creepy. Uh. Like, the last thing I would ever want to do is see my sibling having sex at a... No. Or my parents. Hateful. No, it's... God. Ugh. Oh, it's the thought of that. He's got a beard. It's gross. And again, see, again, no matter how quiet you think you are... There's so much moaning in this movie. So much moaning. And smacking noises. 
rate my scholarship. How has he found a school already? They just say they were going to move like two days ago. It takes a bit of time to transfer, I would assume. Yeah, it's not just like, oh yeah, I'm going to go here. Okay, now I'm going here. Like, you have to apply or something. Or is he still in high school? I think he is, Okay, but... That's not not as much of a... Not of much of a hassle. Anyway, Mamio's boyfriend is cheating on her, and that's partially why they... That's why they moved. Which is sad. That sucks. Yeah. Oh, oh my god, a fax. (laughs) Customs from Port Coquitlam, B.C. (laughs) I love how they're not trying to... Not even trying to hide. ...where they are this time, because normally movies that are shot in Vancouver are like... You know, it's supposed to be Seattle or California or something. Yeah. I mean, the L were definitely trying to pretend it was L.A., even though it was like, that was a Sutton place. <laughs> that's Kits. That's super. That's Lick. Yeah. <laughs> that's the courts and Kits. Like, I understand the new one is going to be filmed, unfortunately, in L.A., in LA um, which is tragic because I need my second chance at being an extra oh on my that God. show. I'd rather be a extra on Supergirl and <laughs> meet Kyler. So they got another list of things that were held up at customs and one of them was Little Red Riding Hood which, which is I think something that actually happened. It did, yeah. So Judy is here. So this guy who plays Judy he was in Men with Brooms and a couple other Canadian TV shows. And he's actually a really decent actor. Wow. He is. And he plays this part very well. My only complaint about this thing is that they have a cis straight dude and playing I mean, Judy. I know that's problematic, especially now. Yeah. But for 1999, it's the character is played very sensitively. She's yeah. not played for laughs. No. Judy is a part of their circle. They don't refer to her as anything other than female and by her name. There's no reference to anything, you know, dead names or any of that shit. And this is the time when the lesbians on Friends were still like the butt of every fucking episode, the joke of every episode. And this bizarre movie in Canada has a trans lady <laughs> character. And she does function as kind of like a teaching tool in the movie, but maybe that's not entirely a bad thing in the 90s, because probably a lot of people would need to be taught. I don't know. I I guess you could argue that it's not great, but... You know, so Francis, the store owner, really likes her, but she's a bit... She's so fucking tightly bound and anxious. <laughs> and she's a bit she's a bit not knowing how to handle the whole trans thing. A little bit, yeah. But she's not so, horrible about it and she's willing to explore it. Yeah. She just kinda is cut just kinda out of her depth, I guess. Yeah. And they end up together, don't they? Spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> but they do. Yeah, so Judy Judy how somehow knows all the details, having not been in the <laughs> been in the scene for a bit so she's saying that you know how is your mom and you know have you told her yet no and then she, she says oh your mom sounds lonely and it's i get the sense that judy doesn't have a large friend circle so no it's mainly these youngsters these and francis young baby gays and francis who she is desperately trying to court oh my god <laughs> honestly the fucking pearls and the helmet hair and the opera and the crying with the mom i'm just <laughs> <laughs> she's cleaning and crying and listening to opera 
Capel wearing a t-shirt and pearls. Yeah. It's such a look. But that's probably like a Donna Karen t-shirt or something. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, a very, it's like a designer t-shirt that she ironed that morning. <laughs> or she got it from Hi. Old Navy. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, geez, so Judy came over with flowers and wine. Out again. Uh, to bring a housewarming oh, gift. But probably just to meet the mom because the mom's lonely. Oh, it's totally a ploy to meet I'm the mom. A, yeah. Lila. And just to be a nice person. Yeah. Like. And she is a nice person. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, she just didn't yeah. be a nice person. Like, oh, your mom sounds lonely. Yeah. I'm, I've got some oh, free no. time. I'll bring your mom some wine. We'll, we'll get day hammered. <laughs> and so Lila has no idea that she's trans. No. And doesn't for quite some <laughs> It's quite a climb. I almost got an aneurysm. <laughs> I feel strongly seen with all these people not being able to make it up the stairs without wheezing because I climb like one hill and I'm like, oh gosh, this is the end of me. Yeah. It's so hard to find nice things to wear when you're my size. Oh, you should be proud of your size. So <laughs> strong, so striking. I think the word you're looking for is enormous. Exotic. They are extremely <laughs> cute friends. They yeah. So they're. This is the start of one of my favorite like friend friendships of all time. I was gonna say like bromance, but it's not a bromance because it's two ladies. <laughs> but this is like these two are like the wine moms of the group, and they're just the best. They're so cute. So- there is something. Like, it's delightful to watch, Ashley. There's always something going on when you're 19. <laughs> There's always something going on when you're 19. No <laughs> one? <laughs> so she just looked at the, the really shitty body painting and was like, let's get more wine! Let's get more wine! wake up one morning and feel that everything in your life is wrong. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, everything was wrong. Homemakers. Homemakers. She's very advanced. Yes. Yeah. Aren't supposed to have existential crises. I feel like stay-at-home moms are the ones that are going to have them constantly. <laughs> the most existential crises. Yeah. yeah. But my husband had been having an affair, and it had been going on for more than a year. That is pretty devastating. I can't imagine finding out that information. No. That would be so awful. To either carry on or break it up. That must be yeah, that must be fucking devastating. And I really just oh, don't understand how someone can carry on an affair yeah. for a year without feeling like, you know, bad enough about it to stop it or yeah. tell the truth. I don't really condone cheating but I you know I could even at least fathom how like a sudden one time thing could happen yeah but like carrying on an affair for a year takes something I don't know can you still read die 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 yeah so there's there's graffiti sprayed outside the bookstore says die 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 and the Jesus freaks are coming out the pamphlets and of course the homophobic Italian guy is pissed off never use that graffiti around here never yeah, I think it's my window displays. Oh yeah. Listen, Maggie, first it's graffiti, then they start breaking windows, and God knows what's next. I also feel like this is a Third little bit... You don't want to attract um, hey. Ah, what's the word? I don't need people Hyperbolic right for the car, climate. Right? Like, like, Vancouver's never really been... Come on. This... Close-minded? Customs, baby. Not overall, anyway. Not overall, no. Um... I don't think this guy is like 
I think he's less homophobic and more concerned for his business, but... Yeah, but still, he also said, get the fuck out because you're making out. Yeah. Anyway, so now they're going to customs, and Amy McDonald's got her severe pants with skirt suit on. (laughs) Those are some sensible shoes. They're the most sensible shoes. (laughs) I just bought three pairs of sports sandals. They're the same sports sandals. They're just different colors, and I and I have the exact same sandals as Sarah's mom. We went shopping for these sandals together. No. So that's how sensible my footwear is. <laughs> this is one of my favorite parts where she's like, Little Red Riding Hood is a, was obscene. <laughs> the lesbian SM virtual sex manual. And a guy to a. The eyebrow raise. I mean, wouldn't you want a guide for anal sex to keep it safe? <laughs> well, Something to read on the screen. They're going like to them. acknowledge that anal sex happens. No, I know. No. Seriously, Mr. Marcus. The Supreme Court has declared that anal sex is to gay male sex, but Mozart is to classical music. <laughs> classical music. <laughs> She's just comparing anal sex, sex to Mozart. Mozart fan. But Buddy's a big Mozart fan. The Supreme Court has declared this material is not obscene. In case you haven't noticed, this is not the Supreme Court. We are here in customs, and I have a job to do. Yeah, customs is a bunch of fucking fascists. From your I love how feisty she is. Oh, yeah. I love how she's going to punch him, a security is called. Problem. And now the big lesbian. Big lesbian. It's Bernice. Bernice, is that you? Oh, God, I haven't seen you since the Women's Music Festival. I'm going to point out, I since the Women's Music Festival, and woman is spelled with a Y. Yeah. Julie. <laughs> the meter maid named Julie. <laughs> Oh, so, okay, so they're kicked out of customs, and Maggie's preparing a fucking art project. I'm gonna point out, though, the song that's playing right now is called Stand Up. It's by Farron, and Farron is a brilliant and amazing icon of Canadian folk music. She is a queer, indigenous folk singer. She's great. She is amazing, and she did, like, a comeback show at the Folk Fest last year, and I was so bummed we couldn't go. I mean, the soundtrack is actually pretty good. Yeah, soundtrack's great. I think Tori Amos sings backup on this. Really? Yeah. I had no idea. I think so. I'm actually going to see if that intersection is actually plausible, because I feel like it's not. That is a great piece. (laughs) No, I'm dead serious, because first and William, like, don't they run parallel or perpendicular to their dogs? No, I wouldn't. The ice age destroyed the dinosaurs, so I'm commenting on the dinosaur mentality of customs. Ultimately, the cube melts, and the books are liberated. But ruined. Liberated, but... <laughs> Stop ruining my books. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you're all got, you got some shit going on there, man. And uh, you gotta sell those books. What is this outfit? Whose? Conceptual? I've actually all of them, right. truthfully. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. For bright pink, use whole dye package. Oh, so yeah, the, 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 Margaret Long? They're having a tie dye session. Oh, <laughs> Maybe about a week? Hmm. Seems like longer. Yes, you two seem very close. Mm-hmm. 
Actually, that's something I'd like to no, Margaret. It's not your place to talk about it, bitch. Yeah, this is not a thing that like you should be doing. She was always studying. But that's why I don't understand why she has quit university. It's what she always wanted. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Art school. Uh, <laughs> no, oh, art school. I went to music school. In Te- I mean, technically, art schools can be universities. Yeah. I used to say Emily Carr. Emily Carr, yeah. Puccini, Verdi, music school. Yeah. I know. I hardly seem like the prima donna type now, but I think how she just <laughs> casually drops in. She was an opera singer. Like opera is not a I fucking easy thing to sing. No. Up, of course. Yeah, you had to give it up. Had oh, to give it all up. Of course. <laughs> well, it's, it's nonsense, really. I feel I mean, bad for yeah, her. Yeah, I feel really bad for her. Like giving up yeah, your dream great. just because. You can't be. The if best. you can't be the best, like. It's ridiculous. Don't do it. Like that's a that's a stupid mentality. Like I knew I would never play professional sports. That didn't mean I didn't want to play. Yeah. When I was younger, it had functioning <laughs> joints. I understand that mentality though, because I've quit so many things that I like doing because I've not been good enough at it. Drawing, singing. Yeah, but you're actually good at those things. Not really. You are though. And moderately acceptable at both of those things. Well, that's the thing. If you if you kept kept doing it, you would get better. And you're already a good singer, so <laughs> New York karaoke tells me otherwise. <laughs> uh, well, that's uh, we were very drunk. So <laughs> me is... screaming, "Fuck you!" That's what I was gonna do after I walked into the karaoke yeah, bar and they were singing finest. Alanis. It was not your finest moment. I don't think you've even witnessed that. You were busy. I was peeing and yeah. listening to the other four booths singing. You want to know. Anyway, I did sing it. It was just in the private booth, but I wasn't sure that we were going to get the private booth at that point, so yeah. I couldn't just follow Alanis with Alanis in no. the main part of the bar. Are, are you here about the job, dear? Oh, yes, ma'am. Uh, <clears throat> I can type 120 words a minute. I can do spreadsheets, Lotus, and <laughs> Spreadsheets, Lotus, and Windows. I felt Lotus was a oh, thing. I Me too. sorry, but the job's been failed. So, um, why don't you just... Leave me your resume and I'll, um, I'll get back to you if something comes up. <laughs> it's kind of a ballsy move, sniping a job from somebody. Oh my god. I mean, I guess she's a bit desperate. <laughs> well, yeah. Like how she's like shaking like she has withdrawal and she's going for the chocolates. <laughs> <laughs> Shoving it in her face. <laughs> I mean, there are worse coping mechanisms. Oh yeah, yeah. That's right. I thought there was someone else here. No, Holmes. Oh, only me. <laughs> you know, I do windows. I, I do, do windows. windows. Yeah, that's. Mm, you know what that means. <laughs> you sound very hip. You with sound it. very with it. I know what the computers are. <laughs> oh, you, sorry. I got a job. Oh, ma. Congratulations. Why, my dear, much more ladylike than. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> And if I help the agents with sales, they'll give me a commission on their commissions. Awesome. Oh, you rock. Well, not the person I was going to be, I'll tell you. I was going to have a career. Well, that's sad. A wonderful, successful marriage. I know. Two wonderful... Two wonderful, successful children. She's so, like, the victim of, like, (laughs) heteropatriarchy. Jesus Christ. And look at you... How much do you want to bet, like, the character watched, like, Donna Reed shit growing up? It was just like, that's how it has to be! Oh, 
She said Maggie looks shabby these days, and she's basically That's the plaid shirt you bought for the cat. Yeah, she's wearing a plaid shirt with the sleeves rolled up, and it's actually very neat looking, and her hair looks very nice, so... Yeah. She just looks too lesbian, is what she said. Yeah, Yeah, shabby is code for homosexual. That is literally the same plaid shirt you bought, Seamus, just human-sized. I had one very similar to that a few years ago. Oh, she also bought the fancy chocolates from Purdy's. (laughs) It's a reward. A woman's chances of having sex are diminished by 80%. Her children don't want to hear this. And since I probably won't... Why would you discuss sex with your children? This is just... No, just just stop talking. No. Oh, dear God. Oh, my God. Oh, all of that is just too much. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Did we know that this movie was called Better Than Chocolate? Yeah. Did we we catch that? Did we catch all the chocolate references? What's wrong with boys these days, Paul? (laughs) Yes, Mom. (laughs) No, it's okay, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, you don't want the chocolate? Are you sick? And <laughs> rub your forehead. <laughs> what is this fucking music? What is this god awful music? <laughs> oh god. <laughs> We're old. We're what old. the hell is that? <laughs> I know, I know. It's just... Okay, here's the thing. I don't. I would never argue that you have to come out if you don't want to, because you shouldn't have to come out. Mm-hmm. But your brand new U-Haul girlfriend is living with you and your mom. Like, you may want to mention something. I'm going to have this fucking song stuck in my head for the next fucking month now. Yeah. And I mean, I dated oh. I dated a girl who was closeted for a couple of months and would sleep with her in her bedroom at her parents' house and then sneak out of the house at six in the morning. It was not... That's not It ideal. was not a good time. It did not make me feel good. No. And I mean, she came from a very traditional Chinese family, so... Understandably. I I understand, but also... I don't know. Just... It wasn't really fair to me, either. No. But, like, the thing is, with this movie in particular, like, literally, your mom is staying in the same loft as you and your U-Haul girlfriend. Fucking say something. Like, you owe it to the new (laughs) U-Haul. <laughs> mentioned something. Yep. Every drag queen in Vancouver covets these wigs. I swear to God. I know. Wait, the black light drag is fairly. The black striking. light drag is really good, and I actually would love to go to a black light drag. Actually, no, Me I would too. not because I would shudder to think of what's on the walls in these clubs. Oh my God! I mean, that's true. That's a right? very, yeah. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Like they would not be this clean. This is unrealistic. Yeah, I've never. I have not been to any gay bar. Or any bar in East Van, really, that's this clean. No. <laughs> I am gonna have this fucking song stuck in my head. Yeah, I'm gonna wake up tomorrow at 4.45 when the cat's screaming, Where do you find black light lipstick? Don't know, but it's amazing. Yeah. Mom? Oh, Margaret, I'm so sorry. I should have rinsed out the machine after I, I dyed my underwear and I... <laughs> Why are you dying your underwear? It's okay. We'll just tell everyone we're from a cult. <laughs> that was pretty funny, <laughs> from actually. From a cult, yeah. <laughs> I mean, most of her clothes appear to be tie-dyed anyway, Mom? so... <laughs> and you still haven't explained to me why you left school. I hated it there. That's a good enough reason mm-hmm. to leave, I I'm think. I'm going to try something else, like... Writing. writing. Of course you do, yeah. Of course you do. There is no future in the arts. I mean, I'm not going to lie, but, you know... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Not gonna defend Michael. Not gonna defend that statement, I'm sorry. but I'm, I'm it's kind of true. It's kind of true. I mean, go for it if you want. Yeah, but, you know, have a backup plan, I guess. Um, yeah, I mean, we we definitely well, know people who have made lovely I'm careers um, in the arts and yeah, artists. I'm very um, you're you're <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Hi. they're one of the rare ones. Never get a boyfriend dressed like this. Mommy, and I like how we look gay enough now that no one will ever say that to us ever again. No, it's just we never will get. What does your husband think of that? Or you'll never get a husband looking like that. It's just like I don't want to talk to you because you may steal my soul. I can guarantee that I never get checked out by man anymore. It just does not happen. No, we've not been checked out in like at least two years, which is like good. It's great. The men don't interact. I can sleep with Adam just fine now. Trust me. Her mom brought her childhood toy, it's which made me cute. think of Booksmart. Yeah, I know. I was just thinking about the fucking panda. <laughs> and the panda getting fucked. <laughs> we are going to be guests on a really cool podcast to discuss Booksmart next week. Pretty stoked. Pretty fucking stoked. And I can't swear on it, which is going to be difficult. So anyway, Lila is trying to sell Judy an apartment. Oh, it's I like how whenever they get together, there's like immediate wine. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> hey, I'm working and I'm showing you a condo, but let's have some fucking wine. <laughs> and sing like old school, like show tunes or fuck it is. <laughs> I never let that stop me. <laughs> I want to ask your advice. My advice? Me? Love it. She undervalues herself so much and it's so sad. Oh, yeah. You've come to the wrong place for that. I mean, you have to ask me advice on how to end up alone. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, I think they're kind of playing up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, to this person. <laughs> to this person. <laughs> well, I'm not no, I think they're playing it up just for like the comedy <laughs> factor and stuff, but. Francis? What a lovely What's his name, Francis? Name. <laughs> oh, that's sort of the problem. <laughs> Old fashioned name. Lunge at it. Really? That's my <laughs> You lunge. You really Get it. <laughs> you lunge at it. What if it doesn't work out? Well, in my experience, things don't really work out anyway. That is so sad. Just sad. I didn't really realize how sad she was before. I mean, I did, but not quite. I just noticed that they have rubbers and eat and something else gay and sexy on the fucking scrabble board. Subtle. How about some cocoa? That is a fucking blue ass drink. That is that is kombucha. That is a blue kombucha I'm using for the cocktail party. Oh no, this is the scene. Oh god. Yep. Okay. She's so, like, oh, the children have left. I am ready to explore this apartment and yeah. the things in it. So she's she's all With wired up. Vagina. She's wired up. <laughs> Bad first kind of thing right now. Yeah. So she's all wired up in the chocolates and the, these two are, you know, slow dancing at the cat's ass. Okay, if you're gonna have sex, okay, here's the thing. You want to have sex. You want to have sex, but your mother's in the next room. I feel like a bathroom in a gay club is not the best place. Like, how many times did we go to lick, and it was just like a constant line to pee because there were people having sex all the time in the bathroom. I mean, how it, hard up are you? I mean, go it, 
There was a hostel upstairs. Go to the room for an hour. I mean, it it, ha- it happens. I just personally can't do it because I hate germs. So that's too horrifying for me. Yeah, it's gross. Also, they smell. Every bathroom I've been in in a bar smells bad. It smells really bad. It smells like urine. It smells like you pee or worse or pee and terrible air freshener. <laughs> that is not a turn on. No. See, now there's a huge line. And there's always a line. Uh, we definitely know that one in the collar. Oh my god, we do. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, also this is really this is really inconsiderate to use the one bathroom. I have know, sex. People gotta pee. People have to pee. Like there's one stall that works and you're taking up the entire thing. You're inconsiderate. This is fucking inconsiderate. All these people are laughing, but yeah. I feel like I'm gonna piss my pants. I would be here. like, take it to a room, get a room. These two are also terrible kissers. <laughs> get a room, and just stop taking the one stall that works. Yeah, I would not be like clapping and like, good job, dude, when you come out. I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I definitely, definitely appreciate Amory McDonald's character, Francis, sitting in the bar in a full-on fucking suit with, like, the proper pressed collar and everything, and... And she's just standing up, sitting up so straight, like, no gay sits up that straight. No. 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 Just her, because she's so tightly wound. I'm trying really hard to sit up straighter now, because I'm definitely noticing some curvature, and it's upsetting. Mr. Burns yet, so it's fine. No, but... This song is actually really fairly progressive. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fucking drag queen. I'm not a fucking drag queen. <laughs> no, this is gonna be stuck in my Yeah, I get this stuck in my head so much. What you see before you is not some midnight racket. Honestly, I love her storyline. It's great, yeah. I think it's great. I've paid a mighty fortune. <laughs> a few things have been added. <laughs> and one or two subtractions. But yeah, no, when I saw this, I was just like, huh. I thought this was... I thought two things. This is cool. Also, they actually use the word transgender and not transsexual. Or that transgendered. Transgendered. But at yeah. the time, trans transsexual was still yeah. the... <laughs> For poor Francis is like, oh god, oh god, attention, oh god, attention. <laughs> Honestly, watch this movie for this scene alone. This is... Fantastic. This little leather daddy here. 
I fucking, I honestly love this movie. I'm sorry. Oh, I know this movie is amazing. I think this is very, very good way to start Pride Week for us, or Pride Weekend. I want to see 17 I want to see 17 Sierras on somebody. I mean, now we do tip your queens. Yeah, tip your queens. Well, but that's the point. She's I not know. a fucking drag queen. But I'm just saying, like, it's pride. Yeah. Tip your queens. Tip your queens. <laughs> the sass. The squires. <laughs> Francis is gonna, like, leap on the stage and just ravish her. <laughs> 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 if I can find just this scene um, on YouTube, I will post it um, on our Twitter uh, and probably Tumblr. Just because it's it for 1999 was pretty fucking out there. Like this was not something that was going to fly with a lot of the cishets. Or even a lot of the queer community. I honestly feel like it's still pretty good for now, which is sad, but whatever. Oh, yeah. So this is, this is, this is the problem I have with the, what is her name? Carla. Um, with her. They've really, you know, they've included a, a trans character, a bisexual, lesbians, you know, great, but... They had to make the bisexual very predatory and kind of creepy. Yeah, because spoiler alert, she has sex with him and the brother. Uh, yeah, with the brother, and uh, she's meant to be about I don't know, twenty-five-ish, twenty-seven-ish, and he's meant to be about seventeen. Yeah. Yeah, and she just hollowed a butt plug and just dropped it on the table. Okay, but yeah, so he's in a, in a bar drinking, but he's still supposed to be in high school? Francis, I'm in love with you and I'm lunging until I get you. <laughs> Francis, I'm in love with you and I'm lunging until I get you. <laughs> nice time. This isn't a good place and time to lunge. I'm under a lot of pressure with this custom thing. I know. I'm lunging anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I have never been what you would call sexually adventurous. You don't have to be. I'll take that on. I mean, I'm never had a threesome. I've barely had twosomes. <laughs> Three girlfriends, all of whom were exactly. <laughs> Three girlfriends, all of whom were exactly like me. That's so good. I love Gertrude Stein. I love Gertrude Stein. And not just, not just a readable Stein. Stein. I was an English major. My thesis was on, on Stein's *The Geographical History of America*. I think. If you announce what you see, then nobody can say no. <laughs> They're both so aroused right now. <laughs> They're both turned on. This is so great. <laughs> Shakily lighting her cigarette. Her hand rolled cigarette. Yeah. Harry McDonald looks exactly the same the right now. Like she, she does, does, she looks exactly much, the same. Right? Same hair, same glasses. Same hair, same. Actually, the glasses are a little thinner now. Mm. The frames aren't quite so nerdy. Similar though, but very similar. Yes, we actually met her at the Vancouver Writers Festival. She was very lovely. <clears throat> yeah. So the the book I referenced earlier, Fall on Your Knees. Um, it's like it's probably like an unofficial trilogy, Falling Your Knees, The Way the Girl Flies, and Adult Onset. And we went to see her on the tour for Adult Onset. Which uh, is also a great book. So good. Um, but Falling Your Knees is one of my favorite books of all time um, because it it's so well written and the, the character development and the growth is so great and the gay sneaks up on you and it's fantastic. Um, 
but it's also set in Cape Breton, which is because her family is from there. So I, when I went to meet her, I wore my Cape Breton tie, and she looks up at me, and she goes, that's a fucking great tie. Yep. And I pretty much fainted. Okay. <laughs> Aren't you in the wrong place? Anyway. So Judy's in the bathroom at the gay club, and some fucking turf is in here now. I mean, you are Calling her a man. And she's awful. And she's being shitty. Well, she's a turf, so. Yeah. This scene is really difficult to watch. Yeah, this scene is super difficult because it's... And this is honestly... It's still going on now. Mm-hmm. Make me. So this bitch is gonna, like, throw her drink in Judy's face because... Are you happy now? And she's standing she's, up for herself, yeah. but she's very upset. Yeah. And these two are slow dancing at a dance bar, which I don't even know. Oh my god, fucking Kim pulls a rose out of her pocket. Ugh. Let's go home Let's go where home. your mother is. Let's go home where your mom is going to be in bed with a box of chocolates. <laughs> now this lady in the bathroom is physically bathroom attacking, attacking her. her. And so they, thankfully, Maggie and Kim come in and she should be in the men's room. Like, clearly you're just an idiot. <laughs> Sorry, ma'am. That's, 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 that's good. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck that bitch. And I mean, like, I get weird looks in the bathroom sometimes, and I'm not even, like, mm-hmm. as masculine as some people. And no. I couldn't imagine to have to put up with that level of bullshit. And well, trans women get it the worst. I know, because turfs are shitty. Okay, so we're back at the uh, the loft, and Mummy Dearest has the uh, the opera cranked and the chocolates. And she just and dro- wine. dropped all the chocolates under the bed. Where guess what? All the dildos. Remember are. the dildos we mentioned? The box of dildos with one literally hanging over the side, <laughs> like a snake, <laughs> <laughs> like a big fluffy snake. Yeah. So she found the box of dildos and vibrators. Guillermo, bring us the dildos. <laughs> Guillermo, bring us the dildos. Test the. Gift. <laughs> Guillermo, bring me spring the dildos. Guillermo, test the dildos. Guillermo, how are the dildos? They were fine. They were fine. <laughs> Watch what we do in the shadows, the TV show, oh if you haven't yet. Oh my god, it's yet. so god, good. It's so good. So she's very intrigued by the double-ended dildo, and now there's this, I don't know, it's beads or something? What is that? By the way, she's just got like a huge chocolate just like sitting in her mouth. She's just while keeping she it between her teeth, and it looks like a <laughs> ball gag. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what it's supposed, yeah, it's supposed to, be. to be. Yeah. Yeah. So she found, is that the rabbit? That is the rabbit. Yeah. Oh, that's the old rabbit with the the cord. <laughs> this is how old this movie is. Yeah. yeah. This is how old I am and how long I've been doing, like, sex toy parties for the gay clubs. <laughs> like, oh, it's the old rabbit. <laughs> so she's going to save the chocolate for after. <laughs> Symbolic. <laughs> Symbolic, yes. So Carla the bisexual uh, has taken the brother uh, on a motorcycle ride. Uh, and they are on the North Shore. <laughs> they are right now uh, in what looks like it's the dry dock beside the Lonsdale Quay, because there's the Vancouver Tower, <laughs> and there's the Convention Center <laughs> across the water. Uh, and this is, I think, my least favorite thing because this dude is supposed to be like 17. If that, if that, Maybe and she is gonna just jump him on this weird little car seat things you got parked in the middle of nowhere here. 
Oh my god. Oh god. I like all the chocolates in the box. Uh, I mean, sure, okay, fine. <laughs> but the implication that women are soft and men are hard is just uh, a little too binary. Yeah, but again, yeah, they're trying, they're trying. At least they had a bisexual. Yeah. And they said the word bisexual. <laughs> yeah, this dude is not 17. Like, fuck off. Okay, so yeah, so the <laughs> there's a very, very extended scene oh, where yeah. the mother enjoys the rabbit. Yeah, the rabbit is a big... Okay, but would you... Uh, I feel like interspersed with like her son, her son having sex. sex. Oh my god! And then a butt plug. It's just there's a lot. Um, I don't know about you, but if I happened upon a box of dildos in a house I didn't own, um, I would not be using those. No, I would leave it there. No, I would just be like, nope, they did. I didn't see those. They're not going within five feet of me. I would probably like put them outside. No. <laughs> Maybe I'm just too concerned about germs, I don't know, but <laughs> that's where I'm at. There's a lot of screaming right now. Don't turn down the slightest bit so our neighbors don't think we're having an orgy down here. <laughs> Nothing wrong with orgies. I just don't want to be like a noise complaint. You guys were having an orgy. Um, next time, either invite the building or keep it down. <laughs> oh, now she's going to go with the butt plug. Just bite me. Okay, so there's uh, right. So <laughs> Judy and Francis are back. This is so great. <laughs> Interspersed now with all the sex scenes are these two being very awkward. Oh my god, <laughs> this movie. <laughs> I love the uh, the glass fruit. Not even wax fruit. It's glass fruit. The Francis has the whole. Oh my god, it's like what? It's like amber peaches or something. <laughs> like amber grapes. Uh, <laughs> I have um, dreams. Cranberry mist, lemon zip. <laughs> Decaf. Order the, offer the girl a drink. Jesus. I feel like Francis is the kind of person who does not keep alcohol in the house yeah. for stress reasons. Perhaps, yeah. This is the smallest East Van kitchen I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These two fucking gay nerds. <laughs> oh, they're kissing. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're so cute. I just noticed they're wearing the same color eyeshadow, too. <laughs> and now they're gonna go, like, real heavy. Yes! Get it, ladies. Get it. <laughs> and Frances has an existential crisis because she feels an emotion. <laughs> um, I just... Well, I'm... I think I need a So is this is it is it the trans thing or is it the human connection thing? I think both, maybe. <laughs> Gay nerds. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, though, like for the time, I could understand why this would be an existential crisis for someone in this position. Like, for the time? Yeah. Oh, gee, and we're back to this. Fuck. Oh, God, it's so loud. Oh, it's so loud. Oh, God, oh, God there's so much opera and moaning. Oh, we're just as, gonna I, co- as I said, so much moaning. We're just, and then the, then, then the rabbit died. 
she's desperate for batteries. <laughs> Fuck. That should be the the, the sub the sub caption for the episode. <laughs> Opera and moaning. Yeah. Look how she's just like grabbing dildos left and right and like throwing batteries around, and she's still singing the opera as she's pretty. I'm pretty sure the rabbit is still inside her at this point. <laughs> Operatic moaning. <laughs> Opera rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> Props to Wendy Cruzen for going for it, though. Yeah. <laughs> like, she just owned it. <laughs> I mean, it's very funny, actually. It's hilarious. I've Honestly, I've loved her for years. Oh, Biff naked Canadian icon. Oh my here. god, it's Biff. I forgot. I saw Biff. In concert or on the street somewhere? Both. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Biff in line at the HMV. She was popping bubblegum. Was she buying her own records? No, she was buying music from HMV, though. Good for her. Um... And was the one on, on Robson and Bird? Yes, that one. And I saw her in concert and it was awesome actually. But oh, she's I, great. But I got so squished into the front of the stage by over-enthusiastic fans that the security guards almost pulled me on stage to get me away from them. Oh, shit. <laughs> I didn't realize Biff Naked's fans were that intense. Yes. What was she in? She was in the L Word. Yeah, I think um, so. Oh, yeah, when Max found the, the trans group at the party... Um, when Alan Cummings' character was taken around, she was part of that scene. I think she's fairly well known, like in the States, like American I, I listeners. So. Do you know who Biff Naked is? Yeah, if you don't know who Biff Naked is, tell us and we'll she's give you. She's actually a- pretty fun. Oh, she's great, yeah. And she seems to be a decent human as well. Yeah. So. I heard her interviewed on. Now CBC. she's making out with her oh, own reflection, God. Lila. Lila, honey, you she's- gotta buy. An army of dildos. She's had a time. She's had a so time. So these two idiots are still naked and asleep on the couch, and she's like making coffee and singing at, at the mm-hmm. kitchen. <laughs> Morning, Margaret. I made coffee. <laughs> Everybody decent? Mom. <laughs> she looks like. <laughs> Like, you're behind, like, curtain, essentially. Like, how has she not seen this sleeping situation before now? Also, I like how (laughs) she's putting on a sheer shirt over her bra. Like, it's going to make any fucking difference. (laughs) I wanted to ask you about, um... Have you been scissoring... The box. The box box of dildos. The box of dicks. Okay, so you think it's your daughter's dildo and you've still used it. Yeah, that is horrifying. That is, I think, the... Scariest, creepiest fucking thing. That's the worst I have ever seen. And that is scarier than the scene in Hereditary, which is on the fucking ceiling. That is disgusting. You do not. Ne- no, my God. Just the implication of using your kids' dildo. That is. Fu- <laughs> no. No, I'm have nightmares about that. Yeah. Horrible. Mom, about that box. Because I, I was surprised that a great age would need all those implements. Implements. She's calling them implements. They're not mine. What? They're not mine. They belong to the woman that I'm subletting from. She does these safe sex demonstrations. So I found out a little while ago, um, <laughs> the girl who played Maggie uh, killed herself. Yeah, that's awful. Yeah, I felt really bad about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the one who plays yes. Kim is on some cop show oh, in the States. And Wendy Cruz is Wendy Cruz. But yeah, no, I, I heard that and I was like, oh man, that's really sad. It was very liberating. This movie is, t- to me... So As a Canadian gay, to me this movie is very important. This is the first movie I bought on DVD. Really? Yeah. 
I bought this, well, and then I bought something with Evan Rachel Wood. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. Yeah. I mean, you, um... <laughs> Do you actually think you're in love? Awkward conversation. Well, we met a week ago. I don't know yeah. where we're at right now. Well, I mean, by 1999, lesbian standards were probably married. Well, yeah. <laughs> well. Well. This is not the time and place to have the conversation. But good food stand up. Criticizing the way I look? I don't run your life. The way I dress? Let me tell you something. I would love to run your life, Missy. Somebody should be running your life. Oh, so you're admitting it. I would do a better job. That's the most mom thing ever. I should run your life and do a better job. Everything's going to work out. Well, that's not true. You fuck up now and you're going to fuck up your entire life. This is the most millennial mood. It'll work out. It's kind of over. Our, our age ranges and stuff. Eh, it'll work out. Yeah. <laughs> so Kim Kim is taking her off because she didn't say to her mom that she loved her after a week. Also, I'm loving this Birkenstock plaid short combo. Why? I'm sorry. Why she asked you if we were in love? My mother doesn't need to know everything that's going on in my life. Oh, fuck you. Oh my god. <laughs> this is so fucking dramatic. Oh god. <clears throat> I like how she just like runs away. Like, it doesn't even try to follow Kim, she just runs away. Well, they're like 19 or some shit. I'm enjoying that, like, she got herself together this quickly and has the pearls on and the shirt and the cardigan and the hair is all helmeted and pinned back. And and she's wearing, like, all white and cream, which is very, like, quote unquote, yeah. here. This is definitely the thrift store on the drive by the yeah. vegan co op. Oh my god, the old money! <laughs> <laughs> old Canadian bills. I like how she's like taking shit with her, like a lamp. Did you bring the lamp? I don't know if she brought the lamp, but the monkey thing is definitely something she brought. I hope you're not stealing things. Did you? Did, was she brought curtains? What the fuck? <laughs> I don't remember her bringing curtains. I don't. I don't remember the scene. <laughs> So Mr. Macho Italian Man is hauling in a new oven. My sister-in-law gave it to me for... Oh, it's beautiful, Tony. It is a very nice oven, though. I would like an oven that's th that pretty. Dude, to call women my love, I want to punch in the face instantly. Yeah. Like, unless they're so actually friends. Or they're dating or married or whatever yeah. it doesn't matter i want to know what the what the like, why is like, her hair doesn't need the clip but it's always there i know it's just awful if you leave now you're making huge so judy and kim are having coffee and kim's like if you leave now you're making a huge mistake you've been together for a week you've been together for judy and you're very wise and you're very cool but you're giving bad advice right now <laughs> yeah but they're That's... love and first sight whatever yeah. okay. She's the one making a huge mistake. That's for sure. Come on, Judy, you're one in a million. Aw. Yeah. Everybody likes Judy. Judy's cool. Judy's awesome. What do you I like the pride of flowers hanging from the window and uh, it's the Iron Workers Bridge she's on right now. Yeah. Iron Workers Bridge goes to North Van. Francis and her very practical green windbreaker stomping <laughs> up the commercial drive. San Francisco? That's what she said. Right. I'm, I'm laughing though because she was driving north 
to go to San Francisco. <laughs> and I'm like, mm, so taking a long way. way. <laughs> taking a long way to San Francisco? You're going to gonna detour through Whistler? <laughs> We're just going to call this Vancouver Gays Do a Vancouver Podcast. <laughs> like, <laughs> we don't often get to celebrate something being so Vancouver. No. No. No, we really don't. And... I mean, I'm not even from here, but I still appreciate seeing all of the stuff that's not really all that different right now. <laughs> like, a lot I of think, it, this is, like, it's the salt building. I think in a lot of ways, Vancouver is, hasn't changed that much. In, no. In others, sure, but... Some ways it has, some ways it hasn't. Yeah. But yeah, that scene where Kim is calling from a payphone, like, oh, there's Bernice. Um... It's it's the salt building on mm-hmm. like in Railtown and it's it's like that's still there. I know that's like, there's the rendering plant. <laughs> Those little silos are gone now, but you know it's, yeah. it's still I know where that is exactly. This pose, Jesus. That, that belt is so distracting. Only because I had it. I like how Bernice rolls in in a denim shirt. <laughs> I'm sorry about the day. I actually just thought last night I have to get a new denim shirt because mine's looking pretty ratty. <laughs> the classification board is coming here. They're gonna impound your videos. I don't think the NFB can do that. No. The film classification board, which is like the film board of Canada, I don't think they can actually do that. Once it's here, like, I think you're okay. Yeah. Well, look, Bernice. I'm enjoying this uh, multi-layer scenario that uh, Francis is wearing. The t-shirt, a plaid shirt, and a very practical windbreaker. Yeah. I think it's... T- no, I tell. But everything is... classified as obscene materials? I give up. Maybe they're right. Look at this place. Yeah. It's obscene. That's the point! Hide the videos, they'll come back. (laughs) She's gonna get naked. She's gonna get naked. Yeah, so the sign definitely says First Amillium, and I have verified that First Amillium is not an intersection that can actually work in Vancouver because First Amillium are, you know, they run parallel to each other. Yep. But that also makes me kind of think, okay, well, now I need to go on a fucking adventure along First and William to figure out where the fuck this thing was shot, because it's not exactly commercial drive. Yeah. So, anyway, <laughs> my, my favorite friendship is uh, painting Judy's Gondo with, like, the most 90s wine mom... What would you even call that? Like, a border? I, I don't know. It's, like, stenciled ivy. And here's where it gets interesting. For Jeremy Squires. I'm Jeremy. Oh, I'm sorry, Judy. I'm, I'm Jeremy Squires. Special delivery, so. Know something important? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just noticed that uh, Judy's bandana is a very lovely color of mauve, so is her shirt and the paint on her gloves. Yep. <laughs> very coordinated. Very coordinated. I mean, it makes sense, though, if you drop paint on your head, mm-hmm. it's gonna blend in. Why don't you come inside, <laughs> she handles it pretty well, though, from what yeah. I remember. I'm Jeremy. You're a man. No, 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 not, not really. Not, not ever. I, I was born into a man's body, but I've always been a woman. And well, after the final surgery, I, I think I need a little drink. <laughs> <laughs> that, honestly, that's a probably better reaction than a lot of people would have had in 1999 to find that information out. She's not running off. Yeah. 
honestly though, like they could have gone in the full trans panic with this, but mm. she was just like, "All right, time for a wine, <laughs> and we're gonna process this." <laughs> I mean, she's scoffing it, but I yeah, mean, you know, it quickly turns around for the better. Yeah, I think it's it's. it's she realizes that the friendship is more important than mm. the gender identity or perceived yeah. gender identity or whatever <laughs> nonsense she had in her head. Basically, yeah. Lila's just finding out a lot of shit. In yeah, the, this is in a crash course in queers. Yeah. <laughs> so Lila's also a little bit tipsy right now because she just chugged half a bottle of wine in five seconds. And Judy got some bad news. Her parents mm-hmm. don't want to see her anymore. Yeah, her parents are full-on disowned her. Father's lawyer. So yeah, so her parents basically were like, we'll buy you the condo and pay for it. Um, if, if you get out of my if life. If you never contact me again. And she was really hoping they were going to come and see the place. And, and Lila is immediately concerned. Yeah, she's and, like, like well, standing they, up what the fuck? Her. Why wouldn't they come see you? They yeah. wanted lost contract. Yeah, so she is like going to start crying and then, you know, go into full like supportive mom friend mode. Like Lila's first reaction is here, have some wine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, "Thank you, Chuck." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just whips the wine across the room. Now they're gonna throw paint at the yeah. wall and scream. <laughs> you are not too old. <laughs> you are pissed off. Because <laughs> you're not old, you're pissed off. See, <laughs> rage gets trapped in the body and. It can make you feel. Old. Oh, she has a point. Like, yeah. If you have shit build it up in your system, it's That's gonna bog you down. Out. Yeah. This is great. <laughs> like, let out the rage. Like Grab a can of paint, scream, <laughs> throw it at the wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's the fucking Canucks colors. It is. <laughs> like, exactly. And we're back to the fair and soundtrack again. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna Google that and see if Tori was the backup vocal. Actually, this is just a repeat of the fucking first scene where she was striving. <laughs> was the budget getting low at this point? Oh, the massive tunnel. There you go. Yes, you can. Remember. <laughs> this is like the best bonding scene of anything. <laughs> this is great. Why moms get drunk and throw paint? <laughs> anyway, so Maggie's now standing in the front window of the bookshop, and she's naked, but she's got pervert on a sign across her or, or lower bits, and yeah. she's got uh, obscene lesbian across her boobs. I also just googled it. Um, yes, nineteen ninety Phantom Center by Farron. Uh, the album featured backing vocals by a then relatively unknown Tori Amos. Oh my god. I and is no consequently idea. highly sought after by collectors. Oh. Later in 95, Phantom Center would be re released with a new mix of the song, Stand Up, featuring the Indigo Girls. Nice. So now Lila and Judy are just straight up giving each other makeovers. Yeah, They're makeovers. so cute. <laughs> this is the best. Honestly, I like how it was like, well, I wasn't prepared for this, but that's okay. I'm very sorry that you are sad about your parents. Let's get drunk and let's have makeovers. It took her like five seconds to deal. And that's what you should fucking do. Yeah. It's a crisis. Talk now. 
<laughs> I love Francis's voicemail, or I guess answering machine at this point. It's Francis, talk now. And it's Kim calling to see uh, where Maggie is, uh, and she can't find Lila. I'm like, well, clearly you're not going to San Francisco. She was just mad. Just cranky, just cranky lesbians. I mean, this does ring true. Like, we've definitely been called dykes angrily. We've definitely had men try to be like, oh, can we join in? Oh, yeah, that's gross. Um, Oh, my God. These two, Judy and Lila, are just drunk as shit, and they're They're wandering. They're hammered, and they're both, like... They're carrying wine glasses, like, openly, like, outside. They are, yeah, they are... Just wandering. Real drunk, roaming around outside. We must go and find this Francis. She's I like very how they're both hammered and they're both wearing like vibrant t-shirts and black blazers. They match. They match. I and love they kind of have similar bangs right they now. They have the same bangs. And this the is, same hair. It's so cute. <laughs> I love them. It is Margaret. Yeah. So, I mean, it's probably a good thing Lila's hammered right now. Yeah. She's gonna fucking murder these guys that are harassing her. <laughs> I mean, it also speaks to these guys being shitty because they just punched a lady. Yep. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she's aware she has no clothes on, Lila. That was the intention. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'll get you in there, but Jesus, this is not my fight. <laughs> Judy's a hero. I love her. Judy's like, I'm gonna get some coffee going. Oh my God, Maggie, please, sweetheart, please, come down out of the window, Maggie. Please. <laughs> Maggie, come on. We're closed. You want one? Why are you doing this? Because I lied out over and punched. <laughs> <laughs> Judy's gonna get coffee next door. I'm like, get a snack. Get some pastries while you're at it. Yeah. Like, you're kind of staggering. Some chips. Get some chips. Let's get a snack. You gotta put something on. I understand that, like. He was so. He had this little black. I understand the fear of of her kid being hurt, and I understand the fear of her kid being in danger. But like, oh, obviously. Just appreciate the fucking ballsiness of this. Mm-hmm. Like, well, it's, it's a huge fucking statement. Also, I would not trust this guy to plug in a lamp. No. And he's trying to hook up an oven with gas. And then he, I'm like, no, dude. I, you I couldn't hit the broadside bar with a baseball bat. We've been married for two years. I was pregnant with you, mother. <laughs> why does she always talk about her sex life with her children? Like, why is this a thing? I know. <laughs> Especially for someone who's so, like, repressed. Well, so repressed, it's just like, does she have no other outlet beside her children? She has Judy now, so that's good. That is good. Uh, the skinheads are throwing torches through the, the bookstore windows, or, like, flares, I guess. Yeah. And they hit Tony's shop, and because he's a fucking moron, it blows up because he didn't turn the gas off. Thankfully, this did not actually happen at Little Sisters. Oh my god, there's actually a coffee shop beside Little Sisters. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think being that, around the world. Yeah, I don't think that happened though. No, thankfully, Little Sisters was not firebomb that we know of. Not looking good. 
No, looking bad. Also, I mean, okay, I, I, I get that you just were in an explosion. Maybe just, like, cover your junk so your mom doesn't see you ripping around naked at 19. <laughs> I would be, I would, my first thing would be like, holy shit, cover up my bits, then I'll find mom. Yeah. yeah. So we're in an well, airplane. she's got a sheet first. That's yeah. good. Well, it's more of a flag. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's a pride flag. She's wrapping her. I think so, yes. <laughs> this is symbolism. <laughs> It's as heavy-handed as- No, it's not a pride flag! It might be the bear flag! Oh my god! No, pride flag! No, pride, pride flag, flag yeah. <laughs> my sister in law stupid fucking oven, you fucking misogynist. And it was you, and you're an idiot, who didn't turn the gas off. He's bleeding a lot, anyway, so... Yeah. Uh, the symbolism, though, of, of her being wrapped in blood, the pride flag by your mom, is very cute. Call the police from where? That's Francis. is understanding who Francis is now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Lila and Francis are making out. Not Lila and Francis, Judy and Francis. Oh, yeah, sorry. Judy and Francis. Because <laughs> Francis just said, I love you. <laughs> so cute. Oh, and here's the fucking Sarah McLaughlin song that I got the name wrong of earlier. Oh, and the fucking gay van rolled up. Big gay bow. I don't care. I sincerely <laughs> love this movie. This is, I this is the, no. This it. is the thing. This is the thing. This is the kind of shit I want in a rom com. Like I want this level of cheese. I want this level of cheese. This is just a fucking romantic comedy, but it's gay. Like I don't like straight rom coms for the most no. part because I just don't care. I just don't care. I see the shit everywhere. Show me a fucking good gay rom com. I'm into it. And I mean, it's very white, but it's, oh, like, it's in a lot white. of ways really inclusive. And it's, it's just, super it's white, just not, but, it is, but it is inclusive. And it has a trans storyline, which is for the 90s. Well, fucking groundbreaking. That's what I mean. It's just, it's just real nice, okay? It's just real nice. <laughs> it's just so nice. And like, I know people are like, well, romance doesn't, you know, defies genders and blah. I'm like, you know what, fuck off. I want to see gay shit and have it be happy. Yeah. <laughs> I want happy gay rom-coms. Fuck off. <laughs> Like I will, I will suffer through straight rom coms with my friends if I have to. But like, do we ever actually have any straight friends? A couple. Yeah, a few. A few. Like three. <laughs> but I'm like, I just, I'm not gonna like go to see them in the movie, like in the theater with them. Like, yeah, if I'm at your house, I'm gonna watch it fine. Yeah. I want to see that good gay shit. Yeah. So it's not long before. This is the titles. Uh, Lila makes her singing debut for the at a benefit for ten percent books. Oh my god. Judy and Francis get married. Yeah. The bridesmaids wear taupe and lime. Paul moves into Carla's spare room. They join a tantric cult. That's creepy. Oh my god. Maggie and King go on the road. They hit every women's festival in North America. <laughs> of course. Maggie writes her first novel and calls it better than chocolate. Oh good lord. <laughs> the, the end. end. <laughs> I forgot about that entire closing I, sequence. Usually by this point, I'm just like cleaning up all the beer bottles we have laying around after we watch this movie. <laughs> but yeah. Love it. It's honestly, I think it is truly one of my favorite movies. It's so great. And oh, it's mine just... too. It's just like so many things. There's so, there's so many things. I don't know. Um, so yeah, this was our, <laughs> our Pride episode for the year, I guess. I am so revved up for Pride. It's Holy not even funny. Like, I'm tired, but I'm just like, 
ready to rip. Oh yeah, I am. I am exhausted and just so burnt out from work. But mother of God, let me lose some gays tomorrow. Yep. Anyway, pride. Pride's fun. It's yeah. <laughs> we'll probably use some. We'll probably post some photos. I'm sure we'll post some photos. Yeah. If I'm good for anything, is for posting photos. Uh, I mean, on the the podcast. No, I know. Social medias. No, I know, but yeah. I, I feel uh, like I can do that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so that was better than chocolate. Um, please find a way to watch it if you haven't seen it, because it is great. Also, it's Canadian. It's honestly worth it, and you'll get a very good sense of what Canadian media is like. And I mean, I know everyone has seen Shit's Creek and loves it, and... Shit's Creek is the exception to the rule, I think. No, I mean, I didn't want to watch it at first. I was like, that looks like the most terrible thing ever. And then, because it's Canadian, and because it's called Shit's Creek, and, and I was just like, oh yeah. my god, it's gonna be awful, and I watched it and it's the most delightful thing ever. a lot of our media has not been... There's actually a documentary about Canadian cinema called, literally called Weird Sex and Snowshoes. That is what we're working with. Like, most of it's just not that good. A lot so. of it's not that good. I like good Canadian films. Nuana for Girl, Better Than Chocolate, Marion Bridge, The Hanging Garden. And a lot of these things are very niche to, like, certain regional yeah. areas, too, so... Yeah, I mean, I just named three that are Nova Scotia centric. Yeah, exactly. So. Margaret's Museum. Oh, never mind. Fuck, that's also an <laughs> Although Margaret's Museum did get, like, very wide release, and... That one had Helena Bonham Carter. Helena Bonham Carter. Yeah. And they filmed the entire fucking thing in New Waterford. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, it's based on a book, it's based on a book called The Glace Bay Museum. They filmed the Jesus thing in fucking New Waterford. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so everything that's good is very niche because they focus on the niche area they're in. So I think that uh, I'm just looking at the, <laughs> the fucking books and all the names I recognize. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, women's wear. Oh, Janine and, and Jim got a thanks. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. So um, the co founder of. Um Little Sisters died actually about five years ago, and now we have a little a plaza in the West End dedicated to him. So Jim, that's Jim really Diva. nice, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, that's really cool. I like. It. He was. I'm, I think I met him once. He was hilarious. Anyway, so Canadian cinema, we literally weird sex and snowshoes. But yeah, give this a shot. Um, Noir for Girl is is great. Marion Bridge is great. Um, Mammoth Brooms is actually really, really funny. I don't think I watched that. We have a copy of it. Oh. Mammoth <laughs> uh, Brooms is about curling. And if you have seen the sport Olympics, you're like, why are these weird Canadians throwing rocks around? I don't watch get the movie. curling. I don't no, get... it's so, it's, it's, it's so simple. It's so simple. It's great. You'll watch a movie with me. It's fine. Just give some Canadian movies a shot. We're, it's not all terrible. <laughs> It's and if you want to get a sense of, like, where we hang out, watch this movie. Yeah, honestly, if you want to get a sense of, like, Vancouver and, like, what we see... Whenever we mentioned, like, the North Shore or the mountains, like, you can see them in this movie. Yep. And when, um... This is the part where Kim, like, says he's drawn the character of, of Tony and she's in a park. That's, uh, Grandview Park, which they, they rename to Dyke Chilling Park every year for the Dyke March. <laughs> which is pretty great. Which is pretty great. Um, but yeah, so honestly, like, we realize Canadian stuff is, is, you know, the joke of the industry a lot, but there is some good stuff, um, and we are always up to talk about it, like, for real. I have so many Canadian books. (laughs) (laughs) And, yeah, so happy Pride! 
go go be your best self and live your best life. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Where, where am I going with this? I have a lot of these fucking vodka soda things. It's great. Yeah. No. I mean, <laughs> I think that sums it up. All right. Um, we actually have a Facebook page now, so you can find us on Facebook. Just Google or look, Google. <laughs> go on Facebook and Google us. <laughs> I know how the internet works. We are on Facebook. You can find us by the look of the name of the podcast. Uh, Twitter is WBB underscore podcast. So is Instagram. Um, email is WBB podcast one. Um, I do check that. I mostly just empty our spam. So feel free to email us if you want to. <laughs> what are your favorite gay rom-coms? Do you know any gay rom-coms that we can watch? Because there are probably aren't many. We should probably do Saving Face, and we should probably do But I'm a Cheerleader. Saving Face, for sure. But I'm a Cheerleader, for sure. I still want to do an episode about Bound. We should do Bound. That was one of my gay awakenings. Oh, and my God. And it will honestly just be me kind of tipsy, <laughs> screeching about Jennifer Tilly for two hours. It's going to be so great. <laughs> and I'll scream about Gina Gershon. There, and therein sums up our relationship. <laughs> Uh, what else we got for... Oh, Tumblr, Warriors, Bards, and Brews. Um, someone sent us a message on there. Was it there, or was it... It was there. Thank you for the very nice message. That was very nice to get. If you hear this. Yeah. yeah. If you're listening. It was but, nice to... I mean, like, we like getting nice messages. It kind of made my day, actually, so... Yeah. Thank you. It's nice to know people are actually listening to this, <laughs> and we're not just, like, screeching into the gay void. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Uh, our, our listener, Kathy, still has her GoFundMe, um... To get to the Xena convention next year, honestly, like, if you can even chuck a couple of bucks our way, honestly, I would love to go. Kathy, if you're listening, if, if you can make it there, we will totally, like, do a quick soundbite with you if you want, and or get a picture with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if anybody else is going to the Xena convention, let's have a beer. Or yeah. a tea or something if you don't drink. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so send us your gay rom-coms. Uh, our next Xena episode is The Debt Part 2. Yep. Oh, that's going to be something. That's going to be a jarring change from Better Than Chocolate. That'll be fun, though. It'll be good. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. There's a lot to work with there. So. Oh, there's a couple of things. Yep. Couple of, just, just one or two. Just, one or two. It's all good. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Happy Pride. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>